Every week, Northern California homeowners like you turn to AskTheContractors.com for the best products, information, and specialists to complete your home improvement projects. Now with nearly 40 years of contracting experience locally, here's your host of Ask the Contractors, Todd Bird. And welcome everyone. Welcome to AskTheContractors.com, your source for local home improvement pros. This is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Need a contractor? Got a project going on in your home? Go to my website, askthecontractors.com. Request an estimate from some of my trusted pros. Folks, I've been a contractor well over 30 years. These are the people I use the most. They're great. The businesses are super, and they're here actually on my job site today. It's the Alex job. We're following this job from start to finish. Now, last time we talked, we had rough electrical going in. We had rough plumbing being finished up. We had hardwood floors going in. But now, where are we at? Well, sheetrock has been completed, and we're ready for paint in the kitchen and bathroom. Also, beautiful cabinets. We installed our hood. So we have great ventilation when the range comes in. And I gotta tell you, this project is rocking and rolling. But here's the good news today. We are setting our granite. Let's go outside. We're gonna check out some of the granite out here that's being fabricated in the front yard. We're doing our recess sinks under mount for some of you. Yeah, this granite is very, very, very beautiful. Has a very unusual color, and I think it's going to match the cabinets really well. It almost looks like uh, like a river is running through this type of granite. It's just gorgeous, just gorgeous. Yeah, and while we're doing this project, we're going to be doing some news that affects the housing market. It always does. Right now, the housing market seems to be going really, really well. Interest rates are down. In California, though, I kind of think we're stuck in the mud, and it's all about affordable housing it is not happening but we're going to be talking about that also in the show today we're going to not only am i going to bring you the latest news i'm going to be talking about balconies we have the question of the week can i build a balcony and if so how can i go about doing it so we're going to explore that question together so now let's dig into some news homeownership rate misses target in 2018 the first American Homeownership Program Index measured how lifestyle, society, and economic factors influencing people on homeownership rate in the United States. Here's what they found that affects individuals' opportunity to own a home. A decline in unemployment rate, income growth, increased education opportunity boosted the potential for most homeownership. The decline in the number of children per household and increase in the 30-year fixed rate mortgage rate in 2018 were factors that decreased potential homeownership demand. Overall, homeownership demand increased from 2017 to 2018 nationwide. The five states with the greatest year-over-year -year increase in the potential homeownership demand, Delaware, Washington, D.C., Tennessee, Wisconsin, and New Jersey, the state with the greatest year-over-year -year decrease in potential homeownership demand are Maine, North Carolina, North Dakota, Connecticut, and Idaho. And by the way, I am really surprised I don't see anything in here with uh, cities from California, but that's what the survey says. Cost of home building materials declined. Price for most materials used in residential construction declined in June. The latest producer price index shows that the prices paid for materials used in residential construction decreased just over 1% in June, breaking a four-month trend of increases. 
The decrease is only the fifth time in the past two years where home prices fell, according to the National Association of Home Builders. The only building materials to see an increase was concrete. Prices for concrete have grown by more than 1% in two of the past three months. That's really interesting. Here's another thing that can affect home building materials, and that is what happens over in Iran. That is going to affect oil prices, and we hope that it doesn't transcend into higher materials but that's the way it is pack your bags this is where millennials are moving to in 2019 smart asset use census bureau data for 173 cities to find where millennials are moving now this is this may surprise you only three of the cities in this year's top 10 were also in the top 10 in 2018 you ready for this seattle washington columbia south carolina and Norfolk, Virginia. Most of the cities in the top 10 cover the South Atlantic region to the Pacific Northwest. The Big Apple came in last, which doesn't surprise me. You could thank de Blasio for that. In fact, data from the Census Bureau shows that over 25,000 millennials left the New York City area last year. That is a lot of millennials that are leaving. you got to remember, folks, these are the people that are going out to dinner and spending money probably more than anyone else because they have that money to spend. And if they're not in the city spending it, that's going to have an effect, uh, especially on New York City. So let's hope they can turn things around. So here are the top 10 city millennials are moving to in reverse order. Uh, Henderson, Nevada, Clarksville, Tennessee, San Diego, California, Colorado Springs, Charlotte, North Carolina, Norfolk, Virginia, Columbia, South Carolina, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Dallas, Texas. You can find a full list of the 25 cities on our Facebook page, askthecontractors.com. Where is Sacramento? Not on the list of the top 25 either. So I did do a story not too long ago that I thought was interesting. You might have heard it. And it was in California, the number one place for millennials to move, happens to be the Bakersfield area. That is a booming area. More people are moving out of the Bay Area, out of the San Jose area, and going to Bakersfield. Why? Because it's affordable. And these are these are millennials that just aren't moving there temporarily. They're buying homes and they are starting their families. So that is a big boost in the arm for uh, for the Bakersfield area. I believe Fresno uh, was a part of that also. Okay, I always like these kind of stories. What Americans want in their dream neighborhood. Well, it starts off with a spacious kitchen and then good schools. They're pretty common items on the checklist for people who are moving. But that leaves a lot of amenities to fill out our suburb. Here's a list of what must be included in a dream neighborhood, starting with a grocery store. That gives a rating of 8.8. Park space, 8.0. Strong public school system, 7.8. Fine dining, that's up in the, the sevens. In fact, most of in the sevens is uh, fast casual restaurants, farmer's market, public library, big box stores, and bike lanes and paths along with public transportation. In the sixes, you have ethnic and cultural diversity, lots of families, street festivals and block parties, movie theaters, park districts, community centers, gyms, fitness studios, and public pools. In the fives, uh, just under six, you have communal gardens, 
Uh, lots of young adults, bars and pubs. I guess that goes with lots of young adults. Uh, museums, public art, murals, sculptures, etc. Music venues, large shopping malls. And then we go down below five and it's theater and a place to worship. And by the way, this is starting with 8.8. This is out of 10, a Richter scale of one to 10. So it goes down from grocery stores at 8.8 all the way down to places of worship, 4.9. It's a very good study and it kind of tells you what you want. Note though, a whopping 70% of respondents to this improved net survey said they did not currently live in their dream neighborhood. So there's probably reasons for them not living in their dream neighborhood. You know, when you're starting off, chances are you're not going to get the neighborhood in the home you want. You got to build up. I've always said this. it's, It's somewhat like we live in a microwave society, you know, millennials, especially they want it and they want it now. No, it takes time. You got to build some equity up in that first home that you, you're buying and take care of it. And to take care of it, of course, you want to go to askthecontractors.com and use my website. But beyond that, you want to take care of your home and build some equity in your home. That's going to make it a lot easier for the next step. Say you're raising a family or thinking about starting a family. Well, that neighborhood's going to become far more important on where you move to, and you're going to have money to do it because you 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 skinned your knees a little bit and you paid your dues and you bought that first home and uh, and now you have a little equity to go and move up. So it's very important. Hey, you want to learn more about this? Go to my Facebook page, AskTheContractors.com, and let us know. Let us know how you feel about where your dream home and what are your dream amenities for the home that you would love to live in and i'm not saying just live in while you're raising kids maybe a neighborhood that you're going to live in forever until you end your time here on the earth so and there are neighborhoods like that my goodness if you can get into in the greater sacramento area if you can get into neighborhoods like lamb park and curtis park you know the fab 40s river park um, Fair Oaks. I, I love the area off American River Drive. These are these are areas that definitely have dream homes. Are you even adventure up into the Granite Bay and Folsom area? I know a lot of new homes are being designed in Folsom. A lot of exciting things that are going into these homes. And so when you want to learn about all the amenities that go into a home, listen to askthecontractors.com and we're here to make sure you get the latest news on home trends. Hey, a tiny house you can take for a spin. I love this. When architect Ben Kaiser designed a 12-foot by 12-foot two-story tiny house, he built it so the unit can be rotated 359 degrees to change the view and privacy or follow the sun, a sundial. By the way, I just got a sundial for my uh, my garden. It's an awesome thing. Now he's renting it out on Airbnb for $96 a night. Kaiser started with a square footprint, blowing it up to two stories and putting a glass wall in front of a solid wall in the back. Then he placed the whole structure on top of a series of wheels connected to a steel base that rotates like a giant turntable. Next, a steel lever was added on the platform socket under the porch to turn it on its axis. The tiny home's interior includes a space-efficient living area, kitchen and full bathroom on the main floor, and you got to climb upstairs to reach the loft where the sleeping quarters are. How interesting is that? I know we haven't talked about it a lot 
but I got to tell you, tiny homes, I think, are still in. I, I think the trend of building cottages and uh, second units in people's yards, I, I think that's just a coming thing. I think it's just, it makes affordable living. Some of our kids do have to stay home, in my case, a little longer than, than the norm. I know I was out at 18 and ready to take on the world. I think once college is over with and kids are starting to acclimate into what they want to do, it's 26, 27, maybe 28 before they start to adventure out, which makes sense. But before they venture out, having a second unit or a guest bedroom or guest area in your home, but mainly a second unit on the property can be very, very valuable. So much more to come. I'll tell you what, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to go to the Alex Project. This is a project we've been following for quite a while. Start to finish. We've been on this project now. I believe this is our 10th working day. I want to show you my new cabinets that I had installed. And what's so exciting about today, granite is being put in. And then we're going to be talking about balconies. Can you put a balcony on your home? And if so, is it going to be safe? I'm going to be talking to you about that. That's our question of the week. I love the questions of the week. Do you have a question for me? Send it to askthecontractors.com. Connect with us on Facebook. Go to my website. These are the people that have helped me become successful in the contracting business. Askthecontractors.com. In fact, if you go there and you're starting a home project or even thinking about a home project, request an estimate from some of my my trusted pros on my directory. You got Jeremy Pools, Hydroblocks Drain Solution, Prestige Floor, CBS Bonds and Insurance, Valley Solar, Todco Builders, Bird Bath and Kitchen, Guild Mortgage. There's just so much on that website. We're here to help you. These are the trusted contractors in the Sacramento area. Without further ado, let's go visit the Alex job. I'm so excited to show you what has gone on in the past week. We'll follow the noise. All right, I'm on my way to Home Depot to order my stove and refrigerator. I'm getting a stainless steel refrigerator that's smudge resistant. And then I'm going to get GE gas range stainless steel. And as promised, we're on the Alex job. Yep, it's noisy. A lot of work is getting done. Noise to me is good. That means the project is moving forward. So granite is being fabricated right now as we speak. And we're walking inside. We're going to go into the kitchen. Uh, we had the floor down. We had started the drywall, our rough electric, our rough plumbing. But now we're at the point where cabinets are set. Granite ready to be installed. Our undermount sink. The hole has been cut. And in the bathroom, we have the, uh, the vanity set. The hole is cut for the, um, for the new sink. And our floor is done, which always should be done before you set the vanity. It goes on top. Very, very clean look. So we're ready to set the uh, granite inside the bathroom. So let me tell you about the challenges I'm having here in the Alex bathroom portion of the remodel. We have a vanity that we put in. Code requires between the wall and the vanity where a commode is going to go should be 32 inches. However, in this situation, being that this home was built in the 40s, codes that were back then are not what they are today. So here's the challenge. Alex wanted a decent sized vanity, which we bought a standard vanity, which is two feet by two feet. 
but it brought us way too close to the bathtub. So in order to compromise that, we had to push the vanity over and compromise a code, which we are supposed to be 32 inches from wall to vanity. We are going to be 31 inches. And we're hoping that the building inspector is going to work with us on this. If not, then we're going to have to move the vanity over, get it reinspected, and have to have another challenge of relocating the vanity by one inch. So we're hoping that this is going to fly. But next, after we have our granite in here, we are going to be starting the tile. The subway tile is going in the uh, bathroom and the kitchen. Now, if you notice in here, if you're looking at the pictures, we went ahead and we matched the skip trowel texture. This is a skip trowel that was all put on by hand back in the day. They had no machines uh, to do a spray texture. So we relied on a expert drywall person, my subcontractor, Val, who came in and is one of the few guys left that can still do a sanded skip trowel to match the what was done in the 40s and 50s. Doing a great job. And pretty soon this is going to be ready for final paint right after our tile. So it is really moving along really well. Back in the kitchen, after the granite is set, then we have our backsplashes that we're going to. And I say backsplashes because we have multiple backsplashes. We have one on either side of the of the range. We're going to have two backsplashes on each side of the range and then over the sink area and down the counter space above where the dishwasher is going to go. So many things going on here, a lot going on at one time. Now, of course, everything has to be cleaned, and we're going to be doing a, a show just on how to clean a project like this, getting all the dust and grime out of the way to really start enjoying your new remodel. Very nice can lights really, really bring an older home like this. It just breathes new life into the home when you have good lighting. And then after the tile's done, along with the painting being done, we bring in our electricians and our plumbers to start hooking up the dishwasher, the garbage disposal, putting the sink together, putting in our faucets. The electricians will be putting on plates and uh, making sure that the electrical is all working properly. Garbage disposal will be going in. Range is going to be set. This is another thing we got accomplished this week, and that is our brand new hood over the new range, which has been ducted through the ceiling. Now, in this old home, again, it was built in the 40s. It did not have a whole lot of the modern things that are required in a home. One of them was a vent over the stove. So we went ahead and vented it properly through the roof so that any of that exhaust or uh, fumes from the stove area can go right up into the ducting and out where it can be uh, safely removed from the kitchen area. Coming up on our next show, we're going to be talking about the backsplash, tile installation, plumbing, electrical. Now we're into the details. This is the end of the project. We've already reached critical path. Critical path in these types of projects are when cabinets are set. Once cabinets are set, then we can start our finish work like we are today with our granite. Granite's going in. And now we can start hooking things up and really having the fun part of the project uh, develop, and that is the finish. Nice tile going in, paint going in, uh, just everything's coming together very nicely. So coming up next, we have an exciting segment. Check us out on our website, askthecontractors.com. Don't go anywhere. I'm your host, Todd Bird. I'll see you in a few.
When all of the industry is the same, how do you cut through? It's all about customer service. It's knowing everyone is unique. And it's tailoring our contractors' bond and insurance rates around you. With general liability, workers' comp, commercial auto, and licensing contract bonds for every need. That's why we research the best carriers to get you the best rates from our best partners. We're Contractors Brokerage Service at 855-585-BOND. Or request a quote today at cbsbond.com. It's all about customer service with custom quotes and the best rates possible. 855-585-BOND or cbsbond.com. And we're back, everyone. AskTheContractors.com, your source for local home improvement pros. Folks, this is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Check us out on the website, AskTheContractors.com. Look at us on Facebook. Come on, follow us. It's fun. We're having a great time. This is unlike any other podcast you'll ever want to listen to. We are here. We're the real deal. The Alex job. Taking this job from start to finish. Kitchen and bathroom. That's what I do. That's what I love doing. Kitchens and bathrooms. And check out those that have made me successful. These are the companies that I rely on. So now you too, when you have a home improvement project, you can go to my website and use the same people I use on my job sites. We have Granite going in today. I'm just so excited. And things are really moving along on the Alex project. So follow us so that you too can see how to put a kitchen together, how to put a bathroom together, and do it and do it right. So go to askthecontractors.com. Okay, my favorite thing to do is answer your questions. This question comes from Lee in Detroit. Are you kidding me? I love it. I love answering questions all around the United States. So here's what uh, here's what Lee is uh, concerned about. I'd like to add a second-story balcony deck off my bedroom possibly with a spiral staircase down to the patio, but the heavy cumbersome wood construction can ruin the view of the yard, especially beneath it. So here's your question, and let's see if we can answer it. Any ideas to keep the design light and elegant, possibly using metal instead, or metal columns? Can it be cantilevered? Okay, that's a great question. Joining us right now on the phone is Lee. So Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Lee, why don't you explain to me what you're trying to accomplish beyond the question that you asked me? Uh, Well, I just want a small deck balcony, but I'm not willing to have the heavy wood construction uh, because I don't like the looks of it from below. Mm-hmm. And and below, what do you mean below? Uh, when you're sitting on the patio underneath, you're looking up and you're seeing the patio? Well, yeah, the patio is not directly underneath. It would be to the side. Okay. Have you considered on top of that patio going with a membrane? When you look up, you don't just see two by fours or two by sixes. You actually see some lap siding, something that's something that would be a little bit more creative. And then maybe have a light in the middle uh, that you can have an outdoor, you know, uh, outdoor lighting of some sort to make it a little bit more elegant. What do you think of that? Yeah. So you're saying it would be still the wood construction, but then they would cover the uh, underside of it with something 
to have a sol- more solid-looking surface. Exactly, exactly. And on top, you would go with a product where, where it would be solid, protected from the, the elements. Being where you're at, the elements can get very, very brutal back there. So you're going to want something that is, is, is very lasting. And there are products out there that you could put on top of a wood structure to make it so that it is waterproof. Uh-huh. And that's a thought. The other thought that I have is, you're right, you don't want to obstruct your view of the yard. And if I remember, being from Illinois, a lot of people, in fact, most people do not have fences. You, when you look out in a neighborhood, you're seeing 10 houses down. Very few people have fences back there. And so you're right. You don't want to give up that view. I'm assuming that's the view that, that you have. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm back to a lot of acreage of woods. Oh, so even better. You really don't want to lose that view. So here's the thing. Before you construct that patio, first of all, where your posts go, you're going to want to not just put them on the concrete that's there. You're going to want to dig footings so that it will be able to sustain the weight of that new deck. And yes, I would use metal posts. Instead of using a big six by six, now you can reduce it to a solid two and a half by two and a half, maybe three by three inch solid steel post that can be anchored to the footing that you're going to put on either side of the patio, which will hold up your header. And your header, you can go with a glaminated or glue lamb that's made for exterior. In other words, instead of putting a 2 by 14 across there to hold up your structure, you can reduce the size of timber that you use there to possibly a 4 by 6 or 4 by 8, eliminating, you know, 5 or 6 inches of what normally would be in that circumstances obstruction of view. Does that make sense? Uh, well, I don't know where you're talking about these timbers, and I don't know what a glue lamb is or whatever you're saying. Well, let me explain it to you. It's a very good, very good. You're curious. I love it. Glue lamb or, or a header, as we'll say, will go from post to post, which is actually going to hold your upper deck. It's the framing around. That's exactly. And it's so strong. It, it's, you can have it a lot less in depth and width, yet still maintain the strength to hold that structure up on where the joisting is going to go and then the 2 by 6 is going to go. Now, let me ask you this, Lee. Have you gotten an architect involved in this? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Okay, because this will require an architect, and a good architect will be able to explain exactly what I just explained to you. And then, because there is weight you are going to need an engineer. And believe me, when you tell an engineer that you want to keep as much view as possible and your architect, of course, they're going to work very hard to give you as much open space as possible so that it does not obstruct your view. And by the way, that staircase is going to be very important also. What is your vision on the staircase? Uh, it would probably be one of those metal ones. Yep, yep. And they spiral down just like in a in a um, uh, a submarine. Mm-hmm. That would look really beautiful. And it'll be metal? Uh, I'm assuming yes. Yeah, it would probably have to be metal because there's a lot of moving parts with a spiral staircase. Metal would be the best. And again, especially where you're located in the United States, you're going to want something that's going to last through those brutal, brutal winters sometimes. You're going to want something that is very strong and durable, and metal would be the way to go. So, Lee, have I answered your questions? Uh, Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Wonderful. Lee, will you do me a big favor? Will you keep in touch with us and send us some pictures and let us know how this project goes? Let us know about your architect and your engineer and the trials and tribulations you're going to go through on accomplishing this project. I I want to know more about it and I want to be in touch with you. Okay, Lee? Sure. 
Lee, thank you so much. We've been talking to Lee. Question of the week. Always nice to explore what other people, especially what other people are doing around the United States. This question came in from Detroit. And I'm just so happy to have talked to you, Lee. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Do you have a question for the contractors? Askthecontractors.com. Hey, send them to me. Go to askthecontractors.com and send me your question. I want to know about it so I can help you with your projects. If I don't know the answer, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my website. I'm going to pull someone off my website that maybe does have the answer, and we're going to explore that question together so that you have the right information for your project. You have a question for me, please send it to askthecontractors.com and we will explore that question together. Remodeling is a once-in-a-lifetime adventure. Your life as you know it will drastically be disrupted. You'll have no running water with no appliances. Your daily routine will change, but it's only temporary because you're going to love your new kitchen or bath. With DR Design and Remodel, it starts in our showroom. If you're thinking about a kitchen or bathroom remodel, our design center provides a convenient, low-stress remodeling experience. Select from flooring, tile, fixtures, countertops, cabinets, and more. Then, see your design using 3D renderings as your project comes together. The DR Design and Remodel team will help you get the right look and make sure it fits perfectly. You'll know you got the perfect renovation for years to come with brands like Paradigm Bathware, Metro Floor, Cambria Natural Stone, and Waypoint Cabinetry. If you're thinking about a kitchen or bath remodel, stop by DR Design and Remodel Showroom right off Highway 99 and Grant Line Road in Elk Grove. Or visit FTCElkgrove.com. That stands for Flooring Tile Cabinetry with DR Design and Remodel. Wow, what a show today. Again, thank you, Lee, for your question. Really appreciate it. This is a great thing that when I can go out, post pictures on my website and my Facebook, and do a show like this to answer your home remodeling questions, I'm loving it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to tell you, check us out on askthecontractors.com. We're here for you. You have no idea how much information that we have on this website and how much information I can give you to make sure your next project goes really well. I want to thank DR Design and Remodeling, Superior Shower and Door. How about Bird Bath and Kitchen, Rustic Bricks and Fireplace, and so many more. How about Todco Builders? You need a new kitchen or bathroom? We're here for you. Like us on Facebook, Ask the Contractors. Subscribe to our podcast for a show on demand. We're on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else you can get a podcast. Become a sponsor. Do you want to be on my website? Connect with me. I'll put you on the website. And then I'll have another soldier to my army of people that are there to help you remodel your home. We are AskTheContractors.com. Always remember, folks, we're your source for local home improvement pros. Getting that job done and done right the first time, you want AskTheContractors.com on your side. I've been your host, Todd Bird. Thanks so much, everyone. So you've been working with this guy, learning the tools of the trade. You're getting pretty good. 
Today may be a great time to take that plunge and become a licensed contractor. CBS can help you navigate the licensing process with tried and true testing material that you'll see on the exam. And when you prepare for the state exam properly with CBS, we'll guarantee you pass the test based on reliable research and development from the CBS team. These are proven courses to quiz you on the law, the trades, the math, and your skills. Get started as a licensed contractor today. 855-585-BOND or cbsbond.com.